Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, we're back. Episode 155, Believe in Rams. I'm Jake Ellenbogen. He is Cameron Lynch. (laughs) And Cam, the Rams are testing my patience. They're in the news because, of course, they're always in the news, Cam. Uh, the whole Stafford stuff going on. We're going to talk about before we get into that, be sure to subscribe, uh, rate review, like all that stuff. Comment, uh, really (laughs) does help out, uh, the channel. Also be sure to follow Cameron Lynch over at his channel. Um, I'll post a link in the description. He's trying to get that thing up the, off the ground. And let's be honest here. YouTube ain't making that easy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's been a beast i appreciate you jake sticking in there with youtube but the transfer from uh, from the videos from one side to the next i'm sure it's been a true challenge I, i'm very i'm very grateful i mean i didn't know i hit you could hit a limit in a day like uploading but apparently i did that on your channel so now i have to wait like 24 hours so yes eventually you you'll be able to watch all of these episodes on cams on mine and everything will be great but until that happens, uh, you can still catch it here. And uh, we're also on audio form. So if you were listening uh, on audio, thank you so much. We'll dive right into the betonline.ag ad read. So betonline remain, uh, came and talk. Bet online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from NFL and bowl season to esports. You always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at betonline. BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. The fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events, head on over to betonline.ag to join to receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. So Cam, we know where we start. It's always with the burning question. And this burning question... I kind of went back and forth on, I was like, am I going to do this about Stafford or am I going to do this about whatever? Right. And I decided I was going to do it about Stafford. So how much longer is Matthew Stafford going to be a Ram after all of this nonsense, you know, hearing Lombardi on Pat McAfee show saying that they're trying to get rid of him. Mm, It's, it's all, it's all hogwash this moment, Jake. Uh, You know, at this point, we hear Leslie talk about the remodel piece. I feel like we've been talking about remodel on all these podcasts. So much to how we talk about run the damn ball during the season. Oh, <laughs> the remodel is now the, the new hot term on our podcast here uh, and Believe in Rams. So with Matthew Stafford in this full remodeling piece, I think he did go online and say, hey, this is not a complete bulldoze. It's not a complete rebuild. This is a remodel. I think when it comes to Matthew Stafford being a pillar – in that remodel, I do think he is a pillar that can be removed, right? You, you got your Cooper Cup, you got your Aaron Donald. These pillars, I think, are going to be a little bit more uh, stable, uh, and, you know, in the Rams' house. Also, Sean McVay being a pillar that's going to be more stable. I think with with Matthew Stafford, and you probably say Aaron Donald, next year, it, there's a year-to-year guys. These are year-to-year guys with, with Matthew Stafford. I think I know he's locked in a big contract, but with him getting hurt, I do think that the Rams are looking at this draft like, hey, there's a lot of quarterbacks in this draft. There's a lot of quarterbacks in the free agency space. So let's figure out how to groom the next uh, franchise quarterback for the Rams or the next legacy quarterback for the Rams. I do think just thinking back from our podcast, Jake, about his his spinal issues, the, the head issues, 
um, his wife's podcast of her saying, hey, the NFL has to do better with this, this and this because my husband and our quarterbacks, our players aren't being protected. It's just hard to see next year of Matthew Stafford being completely healthy. I, I don't see him being completely healthy the, the full year next year. So I do think there's going to be remodeling or maybe a rebuilding in the quarterback position, I think, for the Rams. What do you think, Jake? Well, so I heard this and I don't know. I channeled my inner Jason Kelsey be like, Matt Lombardi's a clown, like, you know, or that clown. Matt, remember that after the Super Bowl win? And yeah. uh, it, man, that's so funny. But, you know, I thought about it and it does make sense to a degree, um, you know, why the Rams could be interested in moving him. Now, this year it doesn't because they'd incur like 70 million in cap dead money or whatever. It's insane. Um, yeah. And it will go into next year, of course. But next year, he becomes more movable. Now, here's my thing. Okay. I look at it more as like <clears throat> you won two Super Bowls, right? This team's won four NFL, well, four championships in total, two NFL, two Super Bowls. The first guy that won you the Super Bowl, Kurt Warner, you threw into a garbage can. I mean, you trashed him. And, mm. um, you know, and now Matthew Stafford wins you a ring bad season and then what you're going to trash him too doesn't it's not a very good look right i mean you know bob waterfield won two uh nfl championships 45 and 51 51 he was uh platooning at quarterback with norm van brocklin but bob waterfield has his number retired bob waterfield <laughs> was treated like a legend bob waterfield got to coach the rams like he went from player to eventually becoming he was a very good coach but that's not the point the point <laughs> is you can't just treat these guys like, you know, crap. And I think like that would leave like an, it would be a nasty reminder to fans like, all right, thanks for the ring Stafford. Bye-bye. But yeah. Cam, I think this might be his last year as a Ram because I think next year his contract is more movable. Um, and I think that Sean McVay, which we'll be talking about in a little bit, committing to the Rams for the long haul, which is kind of what we kind of, we discussed, like we were saying this, this decision that he was making wasn't like for this year alone. This is for next year and the year after and the year after that. And I think he wants to build a team that is sustained, you know, that the name of the game is sustained success. He's not trying to just cash in and win a title again, He's trying to win multiple titles. He's trying to build a dynasty. And I, I get that um, with Stafford, you know, going to be 36 next year after say he plays this whole year. And then, you know, the injuries that he's had that have accumulated over his career, I could see them moving him for that reason. And I could see them drafting a quarterback. Actually, I'll go on record and say the Rams will 110% draft a quarterback in one of the seven rounds. The question is how early are they going to draft one? Are they going to be a backup? Are they going to be a spot starter or are they trying to draft their next franchise quarterback? I would say the latter. I think they're going to try to get their franchise quarterback in this draft. I, I kind of have the suspicion that they're going to use the Jalen Ramsey pick that they acquire the hopefully first rounder. They're going to try to climb up in the draft and they're going to get a guy like we've talked about before on this show, Anthony Richardson out of Florida, Bryce Young, Alabama, C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State. 
Now, I will say, cautionary tale here, CJ Stroud is the best pocket passer in this draft, but this league is going more towards mobility. And Sean McVay has already seen how important mobility is when you don't have an offensive line. It is your get-out-of-jail-free card, essentially. And mm-hmm. Anthony Richardson is turning a lot of heads. He could go number one. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm really sold on the idea. I think if you're the Rams and this is the direction you're going in, you're looking at sustained success. You're looking at dynasty. You're talking about the future. I think you use next year's first round pick 2024. You get a first round pick for Ramsey and you do everything you can to make sure you acquire Anthony Richardson. And you have him sit behind Stafford a year, and then he's your starter next year. Cam, mm, I, I, I sign me up for that. If they do that, <laughs> I'll. I mean, I'm still hurt by all these moves, but it will be a lot easier for me to to withstand if they do something like that and go out and get Anthony Richardson. Yeah. Jake, I think it's it's less has to get away from the remodel phrase, right? If they go out and get a quarterback like Anthony Stat. Richardson. <laughs> It has to be a bulldog. This has to be a rebuild at that point, right? He said, you know, Matthew Stafford's a pillar. Uh, I don't know about that. It might be one of those flimsy pillars. It's a rebuild. <laughs> you get a quarterback. You want Matthew Stafford to hold as a leader and, and to, to groom that next person. And it sounds great, but I think that's a rebuild at that point, Jake. I mean, Aaron Donald is kind of one foot in, one foot out on retirement. I think it's a complete rebuild. Um, and how I like to look at this, Jake, you, you mentioned something um, you know, going out and getting a quarterback at draft. It's like kind of when you drive past like homes that are being built, you know, it has like the frame and it has the foundation, you know, with, with Sean McVay coming back and saying he wants to be back long-term, that's almost like the, the cement being put in. Right. And then you talk about the pillars, you know, to create a house, you have to have a square. So I feel like Sean McVay is a piece of that square. you got Aaron Donald, a piece of that square, Matthew Stafford and Cooper cup, they make up the, those squares. But if they draft somebody, and the quarterback position for that foundation, they're saying, hey, we have a square here, but we're going to we're going to double it up. You know, we're going to double up that foundation of the house up with the draft pick. To, so once the, the old the old pillar is out, we'll slide that new one in. And then I do think, you know, with the coaches that they're bringing in as well, they're going to be able to stand that house up. They're going to be able to stand that house up and, and, and apply a roof over the head, because at the end of the day, what we've seen is, you know, last year with Sean McVay, when he was going through what he was going through, he needed leaders in that room and you need somebody to cover you. And so I do think with these with these new coaches that are coming in, you know, um, I do think that they're going to be they're going to serve as a cover for that house in the the new rebuild. I, I, I just want to take remodel out at this point. I think with, with what you just said, Jake, um, and what the Rams are doing, I do think this is going to be a complete rebuild. Um, and yeah, it, it's not to win next year or not to go to the Super Bowl next year it's to win next year. But this is, I think, to to have, like you said, a dynasty and to actually win, win in the future. But a- after you hear you say that, let's just go ahead and name it a rebuild, not a remodel. Yeah, I mean, anytime you're releasing, um, you know, Bobby Wagner and, you know, you're talking about getting rid of, which they actually just got rid of Leonard Floyd. There you go. There you go. Hot news, hot take, fresh off the press. Yeah. Uh, I hate it. <laughs> I I understand where they're coming from, right? I understand 2024, but again, like you can't tell people that you're, you care about winning a Super Bowl this year 
if you're willing to take on 19 million in dead money to only save 3 million this year so you save more next year i'm sorry um now i just think and, and not only that cam like who is rushing the passer on this team michael hoyt we're excited about but we're excited about him with another guy right mm-hmm. daniel hardy exciting seventh rounder but he's a seventh rounder you know there's no like dog necessarily there's there's no top dog that's going to rush the passer uh going into the season the way it is i mean you get rid of you know leonard floyd and it's just like i don't know it just it it bothers the hell out of me the way they went about (laughs) this um and, and the thing that bothers me the most cam is that i've i've already i've accepted leonard floyd is out the door but to not get a pick for him is just insanity. I yeah. mean, the Rams traded two picks for Sony Michelle, who has an arthritic knee and who Bill Belichick basically let everybody know he was available. They weren't going to keep him. They had just drafted some interesting running back guys. You talk about Ramondre Stevenson. And you're telling me, that the Rams gave up two picks. They don't have a fourth this year because they gave it up for Sony Michelle. Mm. And they couldn't get one pick for Leonard Floyd, who has had nine sacks or more in three straight seasons, who is one of the best run defenders in the league at that position. I don't know, man. I, I got to tell you, I just finish, right? Give, and giving up and giving up funds too. It's like, and going back to the house model, right? I'm going off a of less needs yeah. piece, but it's like having a yard sale. You you have your finest, you know, finest couches out, your finest, your Xbox, PS5, you know, brand new, and like you're just like, oh, let's put it in the yard and give away for nothing, <laughs> like say free on it. And it's like, dude, what are we, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Yeah, and it's so weird because not necessarily our listeners, but I've seen like people on Twitter and they're just like, Oh, well, Sean McFay and Les Snead, I trust them. Like, okay. So like if they, you know, trade away everybody, right. If the team went, Oh, and 17, do you still trust them? Do you, do you, do you just like, they can do whatever they want. Like, right. They want a super bowl. That's not how you should look at it. Because if you're trying to be like the new England Patriots, when they won all those super bowls to bill Belichick, Tom Brady, like, you're not going to be that if your mentality is, well, tanking for Caleb Williams. No, no tanking. I, I'm not I'm not a fan of tanking in any sport, uh, you know, first off. Second, I think you have to hold the front office and the brass accountable. They went 5-12 and 12 last year, and in my opinion, they're overreacting. The plan was to go into 20, uh, 20, 2023 doing the same thing. 2022 was a disaster, so they blew it all up, and they're doing it early. This is supposed to be their last year of this F them picks. They are instead pivoting towards the true rebuilding, not remodeling, rebuilding. And it it frustrates me to no end. Um, I'm glad Sean McVay committed to the Rams, staying long for the long haul. I like that. I don't hate the idea of, of trying to like alter the team a little bit. And if they do go with the offense wins championships mindset, then they're just going to score a lot of points and they're going to struggle on defense. They're going to fill out the defense with probably cheap veterans 
and you know young players that are inexperienced and the hope is that they're going to get coached up right um i still don't pass love rushers. the way they're building this. <laughs> yeah i still don't love the way they're building this there's no pass rush um and like the rams are interested in obj and robert woods which is cool but like here's my thing and and, and you you know i mean i'm a huge fan of both of those guys but with what you're doing, how does that make any sort of sense? Like, why would you bring in anybody that's older? W- what is the point? What is the point of bringing in Robert Woods at this at in this stage of the game? Unless you're oh. going all in on your offense, there's no point to it. Oh, so you're, you're going against the Robert Woods pick, huh? I'm, I'm curious why why against the Robert Woods pick? I know, yeah, we were big on big on uh, on Bobby Woods. Why why not Robert Woods anymore? Well, I'm not necessarily against it because I love Robert Woods and Odell and, you know, but like, I guess the thing here, I'm just, I'm sitting here and I'm like, if you're going to make these drastic changes, you're either going all in on your offense and you better be like, if they're going all in on their offense and they're going to like basically play as if they're trying to win a title on the offensive side of the ball and they're just taking a lot off the defense and just basically making them they're they're stripping them from for parts essentially like if they're doing that okay they're rebuilding the defense they're going all in on the offense then robert woods odell brandon cooks adam thielen who was just cut today that makes sense but what does not make sense is if you are truly in a rebuild you're not trying to win a super bowl you know you're just trying to compete but you're not actually trying to, then why is Robert Woods coming here and not going to a New York Jets team or a Giants team or a Lions team that could use him and could, he could actually contend for a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? That is my thing. So like, same with OBJ. Like, I don't, I don't see why these guys would come here and why they make any sort of sense if you're not trying to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's, that's a good call out, Jake, right? Because it's, it sounds like there's going to be a lot more work for them to do outside of their normal task, right? Like we talked about this Bobby Wagner left. That means leadership is leaving the locker room. You're having leaders flow out of this locker room. And so now you're trying to, you want to, the Rams want to bring in other leaders. And so are they going to be compensated for that extra work that they're going to have to do? Right. And I I would think that, that the Rams are thinking, okay, if we're going to redo this thing, let's redo the culture let's redo everything that's going around in this locker room. We need a fresh look. And that's what these guys are going to be hired to do. It's not necessarily, hey, like you said, let's make sure that our offense is clicking on every cylinder and scoring touchdowns. I do feel like, you know, if they do bring in older veterans, it's going to be for the leadership component and the culture component. And in saying that, it doesn't feel like the Rams are going for a Super Bowl in year one if they're remodeling and bringing in older free agents, just like you said. So I do think it's more of like a leadership and a culture, a culture build and, to comp to to let's say uh, make up for for last year and kind of what Sean McVay went through in regards to leadership and looking for other leaders in the locker room that that really stuck out to me, Jake. And you know, just hearing you say that they want to bring in older guys, I think they want to build up that culture to groom the possible future quarterback to to understand, hey, this is how a team should be run, right? Um, those other pieces that they're looking to get. So, you know. <sighs> It's we're, we're we do put our GM GM hats on a lot, Jake, and we try to figure out 
what's next. But one thing I will say, you, you were spot on about the Leonard Floyd piece and him moving uh, to you know free up cap, cap space. And at this point, Allen Robinson as well, right? I did see that they allowed him, allowed him and his agents to go look for a trade. So, yeah. Allen Robinson, Leonard Floyd, uh, Jalen Ramsey, all between between now and they say that June 1st date, I, I think there's going to be a lot of movement and there's going to be a lot of new faces in that Rams locker room. Absolutely. You know, and I, I mean, I don't, you know, again, I'm not a big fan of what they're doing, but I, I see what they're doing. Um, it, it's, it's incredibly frustrating, though, because they can't help but think they just, again, I always say this, but I feel like they played in the mainstream media's, like, you know, uh, thoughts and their takes and whatnot. Like, I don't feel like they actually had to blow it up, but playing into that was annoying. And then I just, I feel like this is just the LA Lakers after they won the title. And then the next year they lost to the Suns in the playoffs. And then they're like, we have to go and we have to trade Kuzma and we have to trade this guy. And we have to trade this guy. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just, it feels like a emotionally charged overreaction. And I mean, Normally, I want to credit a team for wanting to rebuild because that's a hard thing to admit to yourself. Hey, this is probably not a good enough team to win a Super Bowl. So we're going to go through this season. We're going to try our best, but we're going to the season knowing the Super Bowl probably isn't going to happen. That is a hard thing to admit. That's a hard thing to do. That's a hard way to operate. This is not a team that, you know, it's not like they have a ring drought. I mean, they just won a ring and they have, a, you know, the youngest coach in the NFL who has had success in just about every season except for last year. So it is hard, but, you know, I, I think they do deserve some credit for that. I want to give them credit for making the mature decision. I just am not a fan of the way they're doing it. Like I said, you're only saving $3 million this year with Leonard Floyd you're incurring 19 million in dead money. That means that $19 million is gone. Period. Yeah. That's just that's like, yard sale, Jake. It's, it's it's yard sale. And we should label this this podcast giving away our great players. This is a Rams yard sale. I mean, <laughs> like, it's, Cam, it's like going out and selling your PS5 and be like, "You know what? I'll take $50 for it." It's a PS5. What do you mean to take $50 for it? It's worth 500. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 kind of wild. It's kind of wild. And I wonder, too, like you, you always talk about, you know, the Todd Gurley's, right? How they kind of just let Todd Gurley go. And, you know, just coming from a player's perspective, like, <clears throat> you know, your Bobby Wagner's and stuff like that. Do you know, like if Bobby Wagner's are representing himself? So does he know when he before he signs this contract with the Rams? Like, hey, I'm probably going to get released and it's not going to be a trade for anything like I just wonder what it goes through some of these players' minds as as they work through that. You know, they feel like they're going out as yard sale, as trash. And, and that that has to be discouraging. Like, you, you know, you're frustrated over this. And I'm sure some of the players are super frustrated as well. Yeah. Um, you know, Leonard Floyd is like, oh, now I'm on the street. You know, and it's like, what? Um, and, and it was crazy to see Jalen Ramsey. I think it was at the end of the season. He was like, ain't no way I'm getting cut. You know, like a hundred percent, I'm not getting cut. He might get traded, but like, is it a possibility at this point, right? If they don't trade for Ramsey, like, will they cut him? Like, I don't, I don't think they oh will. My but God. it's just be held at this point, who knows? Yeah, yeah. Who knows I mean, at this point, who knows? Because they just clearly don't care about getting good value for these players. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, honestly, it's pathetic. But 
you know, uh, I actually just got a DM from somebody who said, I just checked and Jalen Ramsey has unfollowed the Rams on social media. So, uh, oh, uh, you know, how that is in 2023. Ooh, we unfollowed them. It's over. Uh, mm. I always got a kick out of that. Um, just because I don't know, they were doing the same thing with like Aaron judge and like the, uh, the Yankees, that whole, and they're like, Aaron judge unfollowed the Yankees. And then everyone's like, bro, Aaron judge never followed the Yankees. That's the thing you're missing. And it's just <laughs> funny because we've literally made it. So social media, which is our, like our community center, it's our newspaper. And we made it to the point where if somebody unfollows somebody, just because maybe, you know, an everyday person uh, who didn't play in the NFL, you know, maybe like me, like I'll have an emotionally charged unfollow. Like it is personal, <laughs> you know, I'll be like, all right, if you feel that way, I'm unfollowing you. Yeah. But like Jake, for, it's a real for thing. An, yeah, but for an athlete though, you're probably like, man, I have way too much to worry about than to worry about that. Jake, you never know, Jake. It, it's funny, and it's not funny, but you do hear a lot of times in relationships, just in normal relationships in the world, a lot of breakups happen because of social media, right? Something on social yeah. media happened and it was a cause of the breakup. You know, with this. I don't know if you can apply it to football, but it's what I'm saying is like social media can tell a lot, you know, uh, and can't really ignore it too much with the Aaron Judge piece. Like if you say he never really followed him, he didn't really care. We know we do know Jalen Ramsey on social media a lot and he's sending a message without sending a message. And that message can be taken however we want it. But a lot of breakups happen because of social media. So he might be adding to that that uh, that staff there. We don't know. But that's that's uh, that's juicy information. And, you know. When I saw when I saw Bobby Wagner leave the Rams because he wanted to win a championship, I think I immediately messaged you like, "Oh, Jalen's gonna follow soon," and there's something that's going on in the inside of that locker room that we don't know. Whether it be front office, yeah, I'm not sure what's going on, Jake. But you have to hold the fire to the front office and say, "Hey, what's going on here? Why are you throwing these guys out? You know, what is what, what's 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 happening?" They, they, it worked once with the Super Bowl, but now it's like, okay, guys. Uh, this is a little uncomfortable for the people who love the Rams. You know, you're pissing people up, pissing the, the players yeah. off. So what, what, what's I mean, going on here? Like I say, you know, it's like, how are you going to adjust it? Like this team, the way it's looking right now, no more Leonard Floyd. You're going to trade Jalen Ramsey. You better trade Jalen Ramsey at this point. If you cut him, yeah. oh my God, pitchforks. <laughs> and do you remember the whole gathering right outside of Staples Center? The Lakers fans were like, they had enough. Like that'll be the Rams fans. Like if they, they just cut Jalen Ramsey, but would you fly from New York Jake, to LA? <laughs> uh, no, just because of the fact that like, you know, the prices are so expensive. And <laughs> if I didn't fly out there for a game, I'm not going to fly out there for a protest, but, That's but I will say the protest would be justified. And you're trying to get butts in the seats. How are people going to keep their PSLs? How are you going to talk people into going to the games if they can tell that you don't care about the end of the season prize? Like mm. the fans do because no fan tunes in there. I don't care how bad your team is. No fan turns into week one, tunes into week one, and is like, I can't wait to not win the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, they want to have people to win it with. Texans fans, there's some optimism. They have a lot of picks from the Deshaun Watson deal. They're either going to get Bryce Young or Anthony Richardson or CJ Stroud. You know, they're really excited about having the new coach in D'Amico Ryan's. Like, 
there's excitement there. Like it, it, they probably won't happen. They probably won't win the Super Bowl, but that fan base is, has hope. Like the Texans have more hope, even though they are picking second overall. The Bears have more hope, even though they're picking number one overall than the Rams do. Texans are going to have their franchise quarterback. The Bears have their franchise quarterback, and they can trade down a boatload of times, just get a bunch of picks if they want it. And they have $100 million in cap space. Mm. Yeah, it's like, it's like you know, the Rams, like I talk about the, the house that's being built. Like, you know, we talk about the Rams house. Like, the house is looking empty, my guy. Like, that house yeah. is looking like they're just, they got the wrecking ball. Like Chargers house next year if they keep it up like this. <laughs> Chargers have Justin Herbert. I mean, hey, yeah. you know, Justin Herbert's in town, a team that wants to win, mm-hmm. team that's not throwing away all their stars. All of a sudden, hey, the Chargers might not be a bad bet if you're looking for entertainment because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, you have your fans, but sports is entertainment. And you also have a lot of people in L.A. that don't have an affiliation with either of the L.A. teams. And maybe this is the year like you're one of those people like, hey, you know what? I'm going to try to get more into this NFL. I'm going to try to get more into this sport. Do I go to the Rams game with Matthew Stafford, who they're not even committed to, or do I go to the game with Justin Herbert? Well, the Rams won the the Super Bowl. All right. Well, have they won it recently? Like, are are they great now? You know, that's what is going to happen. Is that people are going to be like, "What are you doing for me now? What have you done for me lately?" That's the like a Super marketing. Bowl isn't going to matter in a little bit. Like, keep that yeah. in mind. Like, that's a real thing. I don't. I don't I don't want to trash that because it is a big deal to win a Super Bowl. Uh, only one team can do it out of 32. But you can't just say we want a Super Bowl and be bad for the next five years or, you know, be mediocre or even get to the playoffs and lose in the playoffs like the Dallas Cowboys do every year. Like it, it's it, it's not going to fly. You yeah, know? it's just not. Yeah. You hit on something big there, Jake. You mentioned it. You, you basically said hope, right? What does hope look like? for seats, for sales, like, you know, and it's like a marketing marketing person's nightmare when it's like, hey, like, we don't really have much to market next year because everyone's going out the window. So how are we going to sell seats? So, you know, on on the business side, like, that's probably stressing the people who are selling the season tickets, who are selling anything for the Rams, probably really stressing them out, knowing that their their staple uh, sales points are leaving are leaving the house. They're, they're just getting thrown out and out in the front yard. And so, you know, for the Rams, we really have to figure out, okay, if we do, if we do draft someone, let's make sure that this this person that can bring some uh bring some hope to our program. Of course, like you said, Matthew Stafford is great hope, like, you know, Aaron Donald's great hope, but we need more than that. How can you get your your young child excited to to go to a Rams game, just like you said, right? Or you can go to a Chargers game. So, you know, a lot of times when I worked at the NFL, you know, their goal is to grow the game of football, to grow the game of football for a person that's probably never watched football before. And how can you how can the Rams marketing and sales team do that when a lot of their marketable people, a lot of their their glue got glue guys, or their players are out of the door? It's it's going to be super tough. So, you know, Jake, one thing I will say out of optimism, what we call hopeism for the Rams is that Les Snead and Sean McVay have something up their sleeve, my guy. I hope they have something just like a mad, like a magician, just pull out their pull out of their hat because last year didn't go really really well. They're in a rebuild, rebuilding phase now, so I just hope that something sprouts from the ground that they've been keeping an eye on, and that uh, that's going to bring us hope for the next season. Because Jake, we help on this podcast every week, and 
you know, not winning football games, it's not fun. So I'm hoping that they figure that out. I know. I feel bad. Like we started <laughs> the year after they won the Super Bowl. Do you imagine how much fun we would have had the year they won the Super Bowl? I mean, we were having so much fun and they were pitiful. I mean, you know, it, just to, yeah. to put it bluntly, I mean, it just was not, it was not a good year, you know, but we had a, we had a blast recording our episodes. We're having a blast recording. And now, even though we're talking about things that are making us so annoyed and irritated and frustrated <laughs> and irked, but I will say, right. You mentioned it. I feel so bad for those marketing people. Like, how are you going to get people in the seats? Like, yeah. that's the thing. Like you got, okay. Think about this. Typically graphic designers, NFL, you got your five players, right? Mm -hmm. You got Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald on that billboard. Are you just like, eh, we don't need the five players. Like, is that what you're going to do? You oh, show Sean McVay? <laughs> yeah, Sean McVay now on there. Ernest Jones, maybe. Jacoby Durant. Like, what do you, you know, how do you do that? Cam Akers? They might have some guys. And, you know, Lesney mentioned there were nine players in total that teams reached out to him about. Now, one of those players better not have been Leonard Floyd because if a team reached out to you and you did not take that deal and you're like, eh, we're just going to sign him. And again, you were a former player. You played for the Rams. You are for the player. I'm for the player. But the Rams, I swear to God, I better not hear. We wanted to do right by Leonard Floyd. We wanted to make sure he went to the right place. Look, I understand Leonard Floyd is awesome. And I, I am so upset because all I can think of when I hear Leonard Floyd's name is how freaking happy that dude was after they won the Super Bowl. He was sitting there <clears throat> with his WWE title belt. Remember that? Yeah. And he was like yeah. doing all the, you can't see me for like five knuckle shuffle thing. Like I'll never forget that. That was the guy, the title belt. He brought that everywhere. And now you just, you think of the pain. You're like, that's the end of the era. You know, it's over. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, if you were going to do right about by Bobby Wagner, and that's why you didn't trade him. And he was there for one year and you, you were, you know, like, I, I, I just don't understand the whole doing right by these guys. Like I get it, but now, right now, more than ever, when you're not going to generate cap space, like you need to get picks. This needs to turn into another player. Mm -hmm. Like the Rams don't get a compensatory pick for Leonard Floyd. This is not a natural free agent. They released him. Mm -hmm. So that is my biggest issue is that it's not like I want to punish Leonard Floyd. I, you know, I, I want Leonard Floyd to go to a contender. I want him to succeed. He's a good yeah. dude, you know, and he played really hard for the Rams and he played through an injury that would have sidelined half the league. And then he got better. And then the people that want to say, well, he's a product of Aaron Donald. No, he's not. Because when Aaron Donald was not even on the, with the team on the sidelines, no, no idea where he was at the end of the year, by the way, wasn't with the Rams. No one talks about that. Mm -hmm. But when he wasn't with the Rams, Leonard Floyd, Jalen Ramsey and Bobby Wagner were playing all 17 games with their brothers and they're putting their body on the line in games that didn't matter. Yeah. And, that bothers me because now those three guys are out the door. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you mentioned it too, Jake, you like doing right by the players is getting cut. Is that something that these, that these players want or do they want to get traded? Like, what does that look like? You know, a lot of times they're saying they definitely want to get cut. 
Because yeah. I think they'd want to pick the location. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I well, if that's you know if that's the case, if they if these guys want to pick their location, then the Rams are like, hey, you know, we're taking the L on this cap hit, and you know, uh, we'll we'll let you go out and find a new home. So yeah. I guess that's doing right by the players, but it's not doing right by the organization, right? So I think exactly. like you said, if if there was an opportunity to trade these guys earlier or sooner, it's like, oh, we missed that window. Now we have to do right by the, the players, main- but. Now we're we're sacrificing the success of our program. So yeah, I think you know when it, when it comes to in season and trade deadlines, the Rams got to do a little bit better, Jake. We got to get more for more bang for our buck. You know, it might not be yeah. more for the player at the time, but you know, maybe late they might go to a better you know scenario. You know, you never know. But I think during the season when these before these trade deadlines hit, I, I want to see next year the Rams trading a little bit more. I, I want to see a little bit more of that because we're, you know at the end of this year. Too many times we're all doing right by the player. We're losing a lot of money. No, let's trade these guys in, in the during the middle of the season if it makes sense, and let's get that done. Uh, I, I don't know what you're thinking about that, but it's uh, you I feel know like we're doing I the same thing that. over and over. <laughs> yeah, you, you you know, and yeah. I already know the less need special is coming. You ready for this? The Rams got awarded three fifth round compensatory picks. They got screwed because over the cap had them getting a fourth round compensatory pick for Darius Williams, and of course, it became a fifth round compensatory pick because for whatever reason, uh, the minority coaching um, compensatory picks have pushed all of the player compensatory picks down. That shouldn't be the case. I think they should mm-hmm. be separate. Like, you know what I mean? But they push him down now. And now compensatory picks for players mean, I think, Jack, you know what? So mm-hmm. here's here's where I'm at with this, okay? The Rams, you know, they've all been about the compensatory picks, so forth and whatnot. And to me, it, you know, I think they're just taking else. Like, you know, the, you know, you get a car, you get a car, you get a car, you get a car, Oprah meet. Yeah. You get an L, you get an L, you get an L, you get, that's how I feel right now because this team gets no good. They get nothing as far as like, I will be as sad as this is, it, it should be mandatory, but I will actually, I'm at the point where I've talked myself in the fact I'll be shocked if they get a first round pick for Jalen Ramsey. Because I almost can't see it. I can see like Les Snead being like, we'll get a second and a fourth. And then he'll be in an interview where he'll even admit like he was offered a first, but then he's like, oh, we went with the second and a fourth. Like, don't tell me that. That makes me want to lock you in a small closet where there are no, uh, you know, front offices of any kind. But, uh, mm. you know, th- th- here's the thing. The Rams absolutely, to your point, have to get value this is a business you can't just be like oh we wanted to do right by the player bs man you screwed up you mismanaged the books Mm. because you screwed up now leonard floyd has to pay now he doesn't get to live in la anymore now he doesn't get to be with his teammates anymore now he doesn't get to play for these fans anymore because Mm. you screwed up jalen ramsey who bought a house, clear intentions of living in LA, staying there, being the fan favorite. He can no longer be there more because you screwed up. Bobby Wagner is now looking for another home. Mm-hmm. You, you did this like mm-hmm. as in the Rams front office, as in the Rams front office. Yeah. yeah. You have to, you have to stop with the, you know, we got to do right by no, no, no. You got to get value. You got to do better. 
I mean, this is where, well, Jake, they want a Super Bowl. You can't come. No, I can complain because like you said, it's, it's a constant now. It's yeah. you're releasing Leonard Floyd for nothing. You're releasing Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner was a second team all pro. Do not throw in my face. Nobody was going to give you any picks for him. It, it's BS, man. People would have given <laughs> yeah. you picks for Floyd. People would have given you picks for Bobby Wagner. People would have given you picks probably for Todd Gurley. If you traded him earlier, people mm -hmm. probably would give you picks for any of the players. The problem is you have created this reputation for a team that can easily be gamed. Mm. everybody games you bill belichick did a master class had you going around in circles you gave up a sixth because you went out of your mind once cam Akers got hurt you know god forbid you know you don't like give one of the younger guys an opportunity you're like oh my god we gotta trade for sony michelle so they offered a sixth round pick and a fourth round the year after for sony michelle so uh, this this year they will not have a fourth round pick again because of sony michelle a guy who had an arthritic knee, same as Todd Gurley, a guy who was literally going to get cut. Everyone knew it. Like, I, I don't understand that. So, and also he played the running back position, which has a very, very low ceiling uh, life, so to speak. So that's one thing, it, you know, and, and the, the, it's just, it's getting to the point where it's like, these teams are just gaming you. They're they're taking advantage of you. You have this reputation. No one's going to trade for your your players anymore because guess what? They know you're just going to cut him. Mm. That was why I'll never understand it. Why leak that you're either going to like you're going to cut this guy if you can't trade him? Mm. Why would you ever do that? Show, it's like showing your cards. You're playing Uno. It's like showing your your the person you're playing against. Oh, I got a wild card, but I. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. <laughs> we'll it's see. Like, it's like playing poker and be like, guys, I have ace 10 suited. And mm. they just show it around the whole table. And you're like, all right, now you guys, you decide whatever you want to do with that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why would you show everyone your hand? Like yeah. it, but that, that's the problem. That's, that's the problem with the Rams is until they figure that out. This is what I'm hoping this new era where they're like, oh, we're remodeling, whatever. All right, can yeah. we also leave this in that in the past as well? Can we mm. stop with the releasing Leonard Floyd's of the world and not mm. getting at least like a sixth round pick? I mean, they have two the chances. Forty Niners have more yeah. picks than the Rams this year because they've mm. gamed a compensatory pick system to a T. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. think about it. They have more picks. They have what four third round picks this year because of the um by the way there's no cap on that so they mm -hmm. have four minority third round picks mm -hmm. and it's not stopping yeah yeah it, jake it, it, it feels like the rams haven't won on the field this past year and off the field as well right in the postseason um uh, in the offseason though we talked about it jake we're supposed to get better and it doesn't look like the rams are doing that this season so no. what you're saying is the rent, you know, they have two chances to get it right. You have Allen Robinson, you have Jalen Ramsey. To not completely take the biggest L in the offseason, figure out how we can get some some picks, we can get some great trades with these next two players. But you feel like with Bobby Wagner, we feel like with Leonard Floyd, we didn't get it done right. And so let's figure out how to turn this thing around. This is like, I want to say this is like the halftime of the offseason because we got a lot of time left, right? But We've seen this go downhill a little bit. Let's figure out how to turn this thing around. I know this is a little bit of a bit of hopeism, Jake. Right? Uh, 
uh, as this, this, we can't get any lower than this. I feel like at this point, if we if we don't handle Jalen Ramsey properly, if we don't handle Allen Robinson properly, it can get lower with those two things. But I think after this, after Leonard Floyd being released, I think this is the turning point, Jake. It has to be because we can't get back on the podcast and be like, "Hey, Rams, you must do better." Right? I, I do think after this moment. After they get feedback from from releasing, you know, Leonard Floyd after they listen to this podcast, hopefully they're like, okay, guys, let's turn this thing around. Let's start building with the proper items, the proper materials. Um, shoot, I mean, maybe they gotta let somebody go in the front office too, Jake. <laughs> they're letting people go everywhere everywhere else. They might have to switch things around a little bit because yeah. it's not looking good. <laughs> yeah, I'm you know, I'm not calling for anybody's job, but I totally know what you mean. And y- you know, it, it's it's so incredibly frustrating that the fact that I'm literally picturing it right now. And I'm like, and this is what I was starting when I went on that tangent about the compensatory picks. Cause God, I, I hate compensatory picks there. It's such a flawed system, but anyway, not going on another tangent there. The point is that I see, I can already picture it. Can the less needs special where, Oh, we'll trade you Jalen Ramsey and package a fifth round pick so we can get a first and a seventh. And I'm going to be like, why are you giving away picks? You are giving, you are getting rid of the best corner in the league who has had a $5 million cap hit in 2023. That is pennies. Okay. That's like the definition of having a buyout. You know, like when in the NBA, when players get bought out and then they've already gotten paid for the year. So they're like, yeah, I can go anywhere because I don't need a lot of money. Right. I I got bought out. I'm good. So you can go anywhere at that point. Anybody is interested. Jalen Ramsey should be like he should have all 31 teams should be interested in Jalen Ramsey. The Rams should be trying to trade for Jalen Ramsey and they have him. So, you know, it's like, I mean, like, let's be honest here if they get anything less than a first round have to give up picks, that is an L if they do not, if, if they do not trade Allen Robinson and have to cut him, that's a mega L. But if they do trade Allen Robinson and they get like a seventh for him at this point, it's still an L, but I'll take some compensation. I cannot <laughs> take any more of this. We cut him. It's over released. Yeah. Second, Second team all pro should have been first team, but second team all pro Bobby Wagner, zero zilch, nada, nothing. Mm -hmm. And now because you wouldn't trade him because that was a moronic decision. Guess where Bobby Wagner is probably going to go. Ah, back to the Seahawks. You think back to the Seahawks. (laughs) He's already meeting with the Seahawks. Yeah. Making up, kissing again. Like, Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I left. Like they were, they were, they were just like, ah, they weren't too good to me over there. Let me get back over here. Yeah. Yep. And now he's going to be a, a thorn in your side when he's in Seattle. I, I'm so tired of this man. Like <laughs> totally agree. If, if you take anything away from this podcast, just know that Cam and I are so tired of not getting value for valuable mm. players. That's it. That's it. Give us stop value. Stop trading your games player. into GameStop. There you go. Let's stop putting our great furniture out for uh, for the yard sale with no value on it, with nothing in return. Let's stop putting a zero out there. Let's 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 value, let's price those things at a high rate because these guys deserve that high, that high value, that high rate. So yeah, bro, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. The the March Madness game on PS3, I think the one with Blake Griffin on the cover. Yeah. That's like 
200 bucks on eBay. But if you went to GameStop, they would totally nickel and dime you. They'd be like, I'll give you uh, $5 for it. And you're thinking, wow, $5 for a PS3 game? That's a steal. And then you see them and they're selling it for 60. And you're like, it's a PS3 game. How are you selling that for $60? And then you go on eBay and you look and you're like, oh, shit, that's why you're selling it for $60. That's actually a bargain. Like, yeah. yeah. And they, yeah. they'll do that. And that that to me, like the Rams have, it, it sucks, but they clearly have that reputation where teams can just crap all over them. Mm. Wow. Well, yeah, Jake. I mean, <laughs> you know, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully our next podcast that we speak on next week, hopefully there has been some, term, you know, we have turned the ship around. Hopefully the Rams yeah. figured out how to get value for their picks. The takeaway, get value for your picks, for your players. And, and and let's let's win some football games. Let's let's make sure that the remodel or let's make sure the rebuild the house was built properly. You know, with between now and June, but now and, you know the draft. Let's make sure we get the proper pieces for this house because the Rams' house it looks like it's falling apart. I mean, everything's falling apart. So let's let's just get on the other end of this next week. I mean, we got a couple hours. Uh, you know, who knows what other trades are you know cuts are going to happen between now and the end of the day, Jake. But I do hope between now and next week. We have turned over a leaf and this this Rams house is fully functioning and ready to roll. That's the hope. Uh, wrapping it up here, coaching additions, because I do have to just mention them here. We got Jimmy Lake, who was formerly the head coach for uh, Washington. Some stuff went on over there, so he's no longer the head coach there. He comes over as the assistant head coach. Obviously, Mike LaFleur is your offensive coordinator. Chase Blackburn is your special teams coordinator. Nick Cayley is your new tight ends coach. Uh, and Andrew Carter is the assistant defensive line coach. Uh, Kansas represent. Uh, Joe Coniglio uh, is the outside linebackers coach. Ron Gold is the running backs coach, formerly coached uh, Bryce uh, Love over from uh, the very standout running back from Stanford a few years back. Uh, Mike Harris is defensive assistant. Aubrey Pleasant is the defensive backs pass game coordinator. Love getting him back. And then Ryan Wendell is the offensive line coach, as we've said before. So that those are the coaching additions. In conclusion, Cam, I think you and I are in the same page. I think you definitely have to draft a quarterback this year in the draft. I think you definitely have gone into a rebuild, whether you want to admit or not, you can call it whatever you want to call it. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like tomato, tomato, right? Like you can literally, you can call it whatever you want, but at the end of the day, it's a freaking it's a, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. It is. It is. Yeah. It so, is. Jake. You know, uh, <laughs> but anyway, that I think is going to do it. Uh, we'll have, way too much to talk about next week and hopefully hopefully we are as this passionate i think we're always this passionate on our podcast but hopefully we're this passionate but a little bit less like fiery like mad and upset and annoyed and a little bit more like oh nice i actually like that they did that yeah and you know I, i'll leave with this Aubrey pleasant you just mentioned him at the end we were talking about Aubrey pleasant during the season hey you know if some people leave. Do we need to bring him back? I, I love that they brought Aubrey Pleasant back. You know, like I said, when I, when I played for the Rams, he would not only coach the DBs, he would coach the, deep, the, the linebackers and the defensive line how to look at the game differently. So I love that leadership that's going to be in the locker room. You know, he's not going to be your Bobby Wagner type of leader, but he is going to lead that locker room. You know, a lot of times he's screaming in the locker room and getting guys on the same page. So 
you know, when you talk about rebuilding, they're rebuilding this house with with great with a great roof. You know, a guy like Ari Pleasant, I, I'm going to throw him on that roof because I know he's going to cover us when it comes to the Rams football team. So I, I love that part of it, you know, and hopefully these coaches, they can sit down with, with Les Need and, and Sean McVay like, hey, guys, maybe we probably, we probably should trade this guy. You know, let's let's not throw him out. Let's get some value for him. Right. I, I know that there's there's someone over here that I worked with prior to that would that could be great over here. Let's let's trade them. Let's figure that out. So I, I'm I'm hopeful and I want to leave this on a positive note that that these coaches that are helping build this Rams house are providing some counsel, some guidance, Jake, <laughs> because as of today, things aren't looking good. But I hope that these coaches next week can support the change in uh, the building of this Rams house. I'm hoping the, uh, you know, the tenured veterans, the hope that (laughs) you're already laughing. I'm hoping the tenured veterans like Stafford and cup and Donald are are done. Right. I, I I just, I would hate to see like Stafford get traded. I'd hate to see Cooper cup get traded. I hate to see Donald get traded. Um, even though it makes sense to probably trade Donald more than anybody, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. trade him to Pittsburgh where he's back at home maybe he stays in the league longer you know all that i I would just hope that they're going to do right by them um Mm -hmm. and i I would like to see them just try and and build something out because i'll say it's not like the nba where you go in the nba you look in the free agency and you're like i could literally build a team better than half the league if you gave me all, all the players that these guys you know, they get chewed up and spit out all these young college players. I could build a team that could probably contend with all the guys that they've been, you know, just giving up on so easily. Um, the NFL, there's talent, but it's not as obvious as the NBA. Mm-hmm. And the reason is because you have to fill 53 men rosters, you know? So, I mean, yeah, you have some good players that aren't on teams, but it's not like the NBA where you only have 17 guys on a roster. Mm-hmm. but I'm hoping that the Rams can go bargain bin hunting and get some good value. You know, we've mentioned some jets guys. I'm just, that's the hope is that they're able to get some good value in free agency. They don't have a lot of money. They have nothing right now, but you know, whatever they do, <laughs> hopefully they get some good value. They put together a decent enough defense where Raheem Morris doesn't get blamed to all hell about how poorly they do. Mm-hmm. And uh, the offense scores a lot of points. That that's where I'm at at this point. I, I, that's all I can really say. Uh, you know, as far as in this episode, you know, until next time, uh, we'll we'll find out what they do next week. But uh, <laughs> this has been the episode 155 of Believe in Rams. I'm Jake Ellenbogen. He is Cameron Lynch. We are signing off. Be sure to subscribe to Cameron Lynch's YouTube channel. Uh, be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, review on all your podcast platforms. And uh, once again, this is presented by Bet Online. Appreciate you guys. Take yeah. it easy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.